Hello. Hi. How you doing? Hey, it's pretty good. Is your brain still on fire? Well, I'm actually doing the really boring work of uh, I um, where it came down to the composition of staff and board. I've oh, wow. been pulling down. I've been pulling down job descriptions for each um, for for this, and I I pulled down one for a CEO, president and CEO of a nonprofit. Oh, and okay. Half halfway through it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to do performance reviews. Oh, please shoot me. <laughs> oh, let's do that. Can I just delegate that? Oh. Um, so the, no. the data point is to be a leader, I think you basically have to do five things. Everything. Oh. No, the, 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 the things you can delegate, but the things you have to do as a leader, you have to build the team. Yeah. You have to align the team. You have to support the team. You have to incent the team. And then you have to celebrate the team. And those are the things yeah, that only in here. you can do, right? Is that you yeah. have to be able to tell the people who work for you what it is they're expected to do and whether they are doing it. Yay. <laughs> and there's better ways to do that than the annual performance review, uh, but those are more work. Generally speaking, yeah, one you can step do at a time. The, the ugly, tedious way or the exciting, painful way. Wow, what a choice. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so I actually, you know, I was um, linking uh, all of the LinkedIn pages, getting all those links on here for prospective board members. One mm -hmm. of them I was looking, I looked up was Dennis Richmond. Do you remember him by any chance? Don't ring a bell, although the, I mean I know lots of people with names like that, so that doesn't necessarily. Uh, okay. I don't well, know for he, sure if it's actually him. Well, he was the first million-dollar news anchor in the San Francisco market. Uh, he retired a little, little while ago. Um, he was on KTVU. I mean, he he got okay. to the point where he was simply a talking head. He just showed up to read copy and then left. <laughs> okay, but he was, but and you know, he was really the good at what he did. Of him, he was really, really good, good at what he did, but then in the end, he just fell it in. What? You're saying he was really good at what he did, but at the end, he just phoned it in. I'm not gonna. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I would just say he's he. You know, he earned his station in life. He earned that million dollars salary. I mean, he was good at what he did. You know, so so um, so sorry. You just said two contradictory things to me. Oh God! So good at what you did. I didn't want to talk about Dennis Richmond. Really, I didn't. <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> ah. Anyway. But it's a fair. So, yeah. It's a fair point. Like, what are you supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. Well, it's a pretty long list, but it essentially mm -hmm. covers those. Okay. <laughs> it's just it's it, I'm doing this for the sake of the grant or or the business uh, okay, so, plan. Okay, so 
so I have to have right a job description. Play, right, right now you're just playing the game. You're uh, exactly. Uh, this is an exercise. Within the reality defined by this class, you're doing you're, okay. So you've so so anyway. Uh, is there anything you want to be helped with? Because frankly, if you're just trying to check off the boxes, maybe I should wait until you finished your class and then I can mess with your brain again. Oh God, you like messing with my brain. Yeah, no, actually, I have been thinking a lot about what we talked about. But the the only piece that I've really been thinking about is the therapeutic. Changing it, switching yeah. it from news-centric to talk, really real talk, kind of like what Oprah was her first five years and mm. talking to people about what's going on in their lives, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, Except I think we that's focus the... on. Sorry. Except, except we focus on what's happened since 2016. You know, how have you, how are you doing? And I thought, you know, that's really, you know, nobody's doing that. Nobody's talking. I mean, it's yeah. the occasion. And there's a reason why, said, but yeah. What, what's the reason? Um, the reality is that two things are easy. One is denying a problem exists. The other is assuming the problem fits into boxes that are comfortable because they place the blame on someone else. And lots uh, of people want to do that. Okay. And the third option is the therapeutic. Yeah, not so many people want to do that. Nope. Oh man. Yeah, to me uh, that that fits for me. Because I can work in Jesus somewhere somehow in every single episode. Yeah, I mean, the without actually do, saying the, Jesus, I don't have to say Jesus well, yeah, God in Bible every well, five well, minutes. Well, so the good news is you don't have to make it religion. Okay. Right. That's the good news. The bad news is. Oh God! Here we go. Is you don't even have to say the word Jesus. You just have to be Jesus. True. And the problem with being Jesus is that you end up being anti-religious. I'm wh what? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I, I'm okay with that. I am absolutely okay, okay with that. The problem with being <laughs> I am religious, fine with that. The problem with being anti-religious is that the institutions of money and power are all pro-religious. They are pro whatever religion keeps them in power. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to argue with that one. I'm just. So this is a great you know, exercise and it's a useful set of skills. Um, and like I said, I don't have a problem with you trying to do some grant writing to build up a job and get some expertise and put some money on the table. But don't kid yourself that you can serve God and mammon at the same time. 
well, then the, the, what what I okay. Really, what I'm trying okay. So really, what I'm trying to do here then, basically, which truly does make sense, is to just get the seed money to get this thing off the ground, right? You know, <clears throat> let it let it be ethereal, regardless. No, not religion specific, right? And just collect the money that way. But after a while, this is gonna, in my opinion, I'm probably not gonna have a problem finding sponsors, finding people um, that are yes willing no. to. Well, yes and no, right? Well, it, um, but it's gonna take a while. It's gonna the, the whole purpose would be the, 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 to be it, it, it's like self help actually. The what? hard part is not actually fine. Ironically, the hard part is not finding the sponsors. The hard part is keeping the sponsors aligned with the mission. Mm. Because lots of people, I mean, ironically, this is precisely the DBJ session we are doing on June 19th about Jesus and Salome. And who? Salome, not a name most people remember. I didn't remember it either until I was doing research for this. But she's best known as the mother of James and John. Ah, the Sons of Thunder. Yep. And do you, and you remember where she appears in the Gospels first? First? It, it, yeah. is, it, is it that perchance meeting where she says, oh, Jesus, Think of my two sons. Is that it? Yeah, that you uh, hit the nail on the head. Give that woman a cutie doll. What do I win? What do I win? You win the answer to the next question. Um. Uh, the you the, you you went to so the 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 the, the, it, the 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 subtext what I was looking up on her was that uh, she next shows up at the cross. Um, with uh, the other, with the Marys and John, her actual son. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, where she's introduced as one of the women who supported the ministry of Jesus. Uh huh. Uh oh. Okay, that's hilarious. That was a good mic drop moment, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Say it again. Yeah. So the fact. Pick it up. So Salome was uh, a sponsor of Jesus, a funder of Jesus, an investor into Jesus, a which puts her a stakeholder. Yes, and what puts <laughs> her, which makes her advocacy of her children both more understandable and more disturbing. Ah. Is she the promoter? Well, she's a mom, right? Yeah. So of course she's going to try and promote her kids. She wants what's best with her kids. Okay. 
Okay. But this is precisely the tension uh, we live in, right? Is that the people who are successful, who want to invest in good causes, who legitimately recognize and acknowledge Jesus as something worth investing in, are precisely those who are tempted the most to make sure Jesus, uh, to, to uh, let me also make sure, I'll give her more credit. Bring to, Jesus to heal? Yes, who, who really wants to make sure Jesus takes care of the things that she cares most about. And to so her credit, so what you're saying is this is complicated. What I'm saying is it's not so much that it's complicated, uh, but it's fraught. I mean, it's actually quite simple. I mean, Jesus could not have been surprised that a Jewish mother who was supporting him would eventually wander up and say, you know, by the way, Jesus. <laughs> right? Because that is exactly what he would expect a Jewish mother to do. Having had one himself, okay. right? Uh, you lost me. I'm sorry. Well, Jesus knew that a Jesus mother, you know, a Jewish mother wanted nothing more than for her sons to be successful. Right. Right. And so, of course, yes. um, you know, he knew that on the one hand, Salome genuinely and deeply believed in Jesus and his mission. But on the other hand, she was still a mom first and an investor second. And uh -huh. so she would obviously want to Jesus to do whatever she could and would feel an obligation for her to do whatever she could to ensure that Jesus accomplished his mission in a way that also addressed her concerns. And, you know, to be fair, she probably legitimately thought that it would actually be good for Jesus. If he were to take Jean, James and John, and, right, like, um, yeah, but it's, it's, I'm not it's, talking it's government politics. politics. Family politics, yeah, but it, it, it's it's you know it's, politics is, is fair, but it's a little bit uncharitable, right? Yeah, uh, I mean nepotism is a little closer than politics, but but this is the right. problem, right? Salome had wealth and power. She was trying to do good. She was trying to support Jesus, but she also had her own agenda. Right. Which was not mm -hmm. quite the same as Jesus's. And this was the moment where Jesus uh, grabs that by the horns. And, you know, I don't even understand exactly what oh, happened. Oh, you think your son can handle it? You think you think he's gonna do this? How, you think he's gonna do that? Is this really? Really? You want you want? Are you, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, and 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 he, he makes two very strange statements. Uh, you know, one he says, "Do you really think you can do this?" And then he says, "Oh yeah, totally." He's like, "No, you can't." But then again, you will. <laughs> Which you will anyway. You no, know, there's a yeah. So there, there, so like Jesus kind of knows like all the sides of this question, and he deals with it. And whatever happens, you know. I got to give Salome credit, is she did not get what she wanted or what she thought she wanted, but she did get um, a encounter with Jesus that was strong enough 
that she and at least one of her sons made it all the way to the cross, and she herself made it to the empty tomb uh, before any of them ended. And so Solomon, the, the, the Solomon, yeah, she's one of the women. Mary, uh, a couple of Marys and Salome made it all the way to the empty tomb. Um, I thought she was alone. No, okay. she, she was with correctly. a bunch of them. You have to That's right, because the they came together. Picture. They came together, okay. and then they found the empty tomb. She did not see the risen Jesus, at least at that time. I mean, I would like to think <clears> he was part of the 120 in Acts, but who knows? We don't really have evidence one way or the other. Um, but the... The reality is, is that there are two things that are hard. One is finding a Salome who at least consciously believes in the mission you are doing. Okay, regardless of their subconscious agenda. Uh-huh. That's hard enough. Okay. The second thing is you have to build a relationship with them that when they're conscious uh, pro-social agenda intersects with their subconscious selfish agenda that you can speak into that in a way that preserves the relationship. God. So in other words, so, I have to find my, my, my Mercer family. I have to find, yeah, I need, I need Koch brothers. That's what I need. <laughs> My own Sorry, I, I lost your, I, I, oh, yes, but the, the Coast Brothers, I think it is safe to say uh, they chose to ensure that their conscious agenda matched their personal agenda. Right. And you the know, and are, are doing all the funding for Breitbart because Breitbart doesn't have a whole lot of advertising. Uh, okay. So right. the Mercer gotcha. family okay. is, yeah. Right. So the point is, is that Here's the thing. If you want to help build the kingdoms of men, it's not that hard. All it takes is skill and a willingness to serve mammon. But, okay, serving mammon is not, is not the goal. Mammon is right. the side effect. <laughs> well, the, the problem the, is, is that, but the point is, is right, is that the, I'm not saying it's not possible, but the, but the point is, but what you have, but what you have to do is that the the reason this is hard is the Salomis. So there's some people who really just don't care about the things of God. Okay, they don't care about Jesus or enemies of Jesus, whatever. Right? Those people are easy to say that those are uh, not the people that you want backing you. Right? The hard thing right. is that when you exclude all those. All you have left are Salome's. People who genuinely, sincerely believe in the right thing and believe they are doing the right thing. And it never even occurs to them that their self-protective instincts would conflict with what the right thing is. Oh man! And like, see, this is, is this is why I'm gunning for that white guilt money. The what? <laughs> I'm gunning for that white guilt money. 
I talked yeah, with the problem um, is, well, so 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 Emiliana. <laughs> I mean, you should bring that up, isn't it? <laughs> oh my God! I checked. Uh, your and my favorite white guilt sponsors <laughs> are precisely the thing you wanted to get behind you, so you didn't have to deal with them anymore. Well, I don't know who they are yet because oh, you know Bill, exactly who they were. Truly, no, 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 no. Uh, Bill and the VC that we spoke with, she mm-hmm. talked about the white guilt money, and yeah. she says there's a lot but, of I mean, it out but, there but, right but, now. Regardless of the money, okay, you and I both know how this movie ends. They come in and kick me off the board. Take no, 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 not that one. Takeover. It's the one where they say, "Hey." We are so sorry for the way we've treated you people. We really are humble and repentant. We want to support you because we see something amazing in you, and they mean every bit of it. But as soon until they don't, as a little air gap appears between what Jesus wants and what they think Jesus should want, uh, things get ugly. All this to say that funding is a bitch. It's more than that, though. What um, is it? You know, when my daughter does that, I know something. I, I know it's it's something. It's 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 like it's like uh oh, here it comes. Why do you think nobody takes the therapeutic path, Emiliana? Mm. Uh, Good question. Okay, I'll give you the short answer. Nobody cares? Desperate to get home out of the heat. No, no, people care desperately. To take the therapeutic path requires that you enter into precisely that pain that you initially went down this reform path to avoid having to deal with. What? The problem with white guilt money is that they are hoping that by getting money, they won't have to face their pain and their shame. That's the whole reason they did this. Is there something wrong with that? If it's for the um, greater the, good? I mean, they're taking one for ask, the team. So. Ask Salome. Ask Jesus. So, how do we get. So, let me turn is, the screws. Yeah. No, no, no. What you're saying to me is. Don't bother with the grant with with grant money, because really no. it's blood money. No, that's not it. And at don't all, and actually. don't go for the the beneficent uh, philanthropist because that's also blood money. Everybody's got an agenda until they don't. Yeah. So no, uh, where am I going to get this funding? 
Oh, well, first of all, no, this, this is funny. You've just convinced me that, in fact, actually you do need to. <laughs> I originally, that was, that was my original thought. At the beginning of this what? call, that was my recommendation, was that you don't get any grant money, uh, you don't get any sponsors. But I haven't gotten through this conversation and I realized my advice is actually the opposite. Go ahead, shoot your foot off. Is that what you're saying? No. Uh, eat your heart saying? out might be a better term. So the so you can kind of see and i think you believe that a lot of the money people are willing to pour you know in the name of white guilt is really a way to um address the pain without confronting the pain right it's for one person their conscience so fine fine right yeah. yes i understand Okay, but you can, okay. you can kind of see that, right? That's not uh -huh. the big problem. The big problem is those of us who are reformers are doing the exact same thing. You're killing me I'm now. Watching, All right, you just you just did your Bill Johnson for Roar. today. So okay, but I've been watching Richard Rohr on the Enneagram, and he uh, is as am I is a type one, which is the reformer. And it's very humbling listening to him speak because all these things that I thought that I had very painfully won through as deep insights about myself, he says, actually, everyone who's a type one believes and thinks and feels the exact same thing. Everyone is doing it wrong. I'm the one who's doing it right. If they could just get with the program, the world would be such a better place. And he, <laughs> and he says, and that. the reason we do that is because we obsess over fixing the external flaws of the world because we dare not face the internal flaws of our own. <clears throat> see, I see a nationwide, I see a national so-so, a national heart sink. So no, when people start <laughs> coming, you know, they, they start, you know, they, I have these guests who are in just pain that, you know, for example, let's just say it's uh, that my, my guests are uh, uh, university, I'm not university, excuse me, Capitol Police, who were there defending the Capitol and have been severely traumatized. And, you know, they feel like there's a block in their healing. And I would immediately go into a block. Okay, close your eyes. Take a look at the block. Is it a wall? Is it a, is it is it a fence? How big is it? How tall is it? Is it thick? Is is it going around? What is it? And 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 just without using the words of sozo or heart sink, you're basically walking them through a healing. Yeah, because That's great, if you use Miliana. the generic word, if you use the generic word God, okay, because I don't care if you're Hindu, or is it Hindi? I, please correct me on that. Are you are, a person is Hindi? The religion is Hindu. Is that right? Um, Hindi is the language. Uh, Hinduism oh. is a religion. Hindu is the adherent. As best I understand, I'm not a great expert on this either. But okay. regardless, Amelia, really, like that is all wonderful. Just... But that is entirely beside the point. Oh. Right. Okay. This is entirely because the way this works. The way this has always worked 
is that a reformer says, oh, I see this thing wrong. I, haven't, I was talking about this with my therapist yesterday. The reformer has an encounter with the divine. They achieve enlightenment. They see this profound truth that has eluded their companions. And they're filled with this holy zeal that is attractive and terrifying. And they build these kingdoms uh, on the strength of that insight. And they accomplish miraculous, extraordinary things. And as you and I have both seen, they then become slaves to those kingdoms and end up almost, if not worse, than the kingdoms they replaced in their zeal. Okay, so should kingdom. I not do this? Should I just quit now? That is option A. Okay. <laughs> Uh, right? okay. Most people avoid the problem, right? That is the simplest solution is to just deny the problem. Um, that's not sustainable very long either, but, you know, it's worth trying just to convince yourself of the cost of doing it. I've certainly had to face that a few times. Option B is to try to fit the problem in a box we already know how to handle. Okay, and you also to try that too. But there is a third way, which is the way I would recommend to you. Uh-huh. And that, this is the way Pixar bizarrely makes movies. There's a wonderful Netflix series, uh, sorry, Disney Plus oh, series called like Inside Pixar. seconds at a time. They do seconds No, no, no. That's, that's how they, that's, so that's how they finish a movie, okay? But where a movie starts is what's the extraordinary part is they hire a director and then they tell him to basically just document all the deeply emotional aspects of their life, of their personal story. And the guy who did Onward, uh, he was talking about his childhood growing up without a dad. And people always said, oh, it's been really hard. He goes, it actually wasn't that bad. And he never understood why. And so they said, well, just keep working. So he was like, before there's a, a staff or anything else, there's just the director and a bunch of note cards. And he was writing with his assistant. He's writing all these note cards. And he's been putting these note cards of all the different emotional aspects of his life, painful, embarrassing, whatever, and putting them up on a, on a, on a wall. And the assistant said, you know, at the end of the day, the assistant said, okay, um, now, um, you know, this is all kind of personal. Do you want me to turn these over or put a blanket over or something so that people don't see it. He goes, no, come on. It's all going to be part of a movie anyway. It's all, my life is an open book. Let's just leave it open. He goes, okay, fine. He gets ready to leave. And he's about to walk out the door. And he says, wait a minute. And he goes back and he turns two cards over that he doesn't want anyone else to see. And as he does that and starts walking out the building, he suddenly realized those are the two cards the movie has to be about. Okay. The way that we build the kingdom of God is by facing our greatest pain and our deepest shame and making sure that they are at the center of what this movie is about. So make 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 me the center? No, not this is the this is the extraordinary thing about Pixar is you find your deepest pain, 
And then you make it not about yourself, but about Jesus. Uh, right? Because, you know, the uh, you and I, we started this, this call uh, with our, uh, my good friend, I mean, I've never met him, uh, but my man, Rick Joyner. Oh, please don't, don't, don't. Uh, hey, not this is exactly that. where we, no, we have to go there. Precisely because this is the thing you don't want to talk about. Don't you understand? This is where the gold is. This is where the story begins. Because okay. Fine, these are me. precisely the people, these are precisely the people, let me put this way. If you want to put it in simpler terms, the people you can't deal with, the thing that is so painful you don't even want to talk about it, becomes the blind side that Satan will use to sabotage you when you least expect it. So do you want and to have a show that talks it, about the false church? No, 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 no. That would be too easy. I, I mean, that would, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous no, in a good way, but yes. But no, see, that's too easy because it's about them. We hate everyone else's hypocrisy, especially the hypocrisy we ourselves have no face for. Well, we've had, I, I mean, let's face it, we, we have had to live with hypocrisy, all of us. Okay, on some level or another, some more yes. than others. Yes. So, but but here's the point, though, right? The temptation, as always, is either to avoid thinking about it or to disidentify ourselves with it by using the law and our own You're gonna righteousness. Have to- Wow, you're going to have to unpack that. Sure. So the the, the issue I am dealing with, the reason I'm doing this DBJ session on Salome, is I realize there are people who offend me because they have done something that is clearly, blatantly, uh, incontrovertibly wrong and massively damaging to me and those I love. And I look at them and I say, that is just wrong. And Jesus says to me what I am saying to you, huh, why do you find that so offensive? Because it is offensive. And he says, so are you take, why do you take offense? Well, when people, when people tell me that they're offended, I say, you know what? The expression is to take offense. Yes. Put it down. <laughs> Why is it so hard for you to put down the offense that Rick Joyner gave you? Because it's blasphemous to the Lord. It it takes oh, really? it requires wait a minute, it requires lying, deceit, and manipulation that steals, kills, and destroys. And right now it's stealing, killing, and destroying our our our, our country. Yeah, and how is that any different than what the Romans were doing to Jerusalem or what Herod did or Caiaphas did? Okay. 
natural to be Caiaphas, the high priest who condemns Jesus. You know, using a web of lies, deceit, slander. Right. Caiaphas was the, was the person coming up with the lies and the slander. Jesus was sinless. And how did Jesus respond to Caiaphas and Caesar or Ontario? You brood of vipers. <laughs> no, no, no. Before, <laughs> so, so let me see. Let me put this point, Amelia. You can shoot. Okay. So before he was arrested, he did a lot of things to tick off the Pharisees. Okay. And like I said, by the way, that is a viable option, the John the Baptist route. If your goal is to get the establishment to crucify you, Oh, please. Then, no. Well, no, okay, but so then this is the problem. This is, this is the thing that I uh, had to wrestle with quite a bit. It's like, dang, uh, like I really want, oh, I really, I really wanted, and sometimes I still want, to just tell people off because what they're doing is just so damnably wrong. I, 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 uh, uh, to, can I just say, I don't do that. I, I, I don't bother with that. that uh, that's something that I gave up, like, like a, a long time telling people oh, that's ridiculous i for, um, for me that's how i feel about that sort of thing You're, i'm really, wasting my why breath to, the why do i have to put the explicit rating on my last podcast with you i'm sorry what why did i have to put i just realized i forgot to put the explicit rating on my last podcast with you i don't know is it, is so, it, so you don't is, you maybe are, not tell people the letter, to their face the four letter words that i was using Yes, when we discussed our friend Rick Joyner. And right. that's so maybe you don't that's considered explicit. Well, you, yeah. Okay. I w- yeah. So you know, because and like the point is, is that like hey, you're not gonna try and tell them off to their face. But right, the reality but I do have is, to resolve it in my heart. I have to resolve it with Exactly. I have to, you have to right. resolve it and in I, your heart. Yeah, and, and I have resolved in my heart. I'm not playing with that person. I, I, that's somebody in the sandbox I don't want to get next to. Emiliana, okay, you are welcome to do whatever you want, but I will prophesy right now. Uh-oh. Whatever you do not want to deal with that you've pushed away from you will resurface in your Salome. So in and other words, you can save yourself a lot of needless... It's not Rick himself, but the thing that you don't want to deal with me Rick about, that you don't even want to talk to me about, is the very thing, is, is the sin you, that is precisely the sin you have no grace for. Because you don't want to have to identify that I am as bad as that person. Excuse me, excuse me. 550,000 Americans, dead Americans, would disagree with you. Oh, I, so we can always choose metrics that show that we are virtuous and our enemies are vicious. It is not I hard. am not virtuous. There are plenty of examples. My... But here's the thing, Emiliana, those of us who fly closer to the sun cast Get a burned. longer shadow. Was Moses more sinful than the Israelites who inherited the promised land? No. Then why was but he, he was held, from entering? But he was held to a higher standard. To whom Thank much you is very given, much, much is Emiliana. Exactly. Yeah. 
just spoken fully. So are you suggesting that I should bring in the very people that, in my opinion, are misleading their flock and causing no. pain and heartache and have a so, sit-down conversation with them? Is that what I should be doing? So I would not tell you to do something like that, Emiliana. I'm asking uh, I would just you. encourage you, but let me tell you what I'm asking you to do instead. Listen to that podcast I sent you about the black jazz musician who, for reasons that totally escaped me, even though he tried to explain as if he would, sat down in hotel rooms with the leaders of the Ku Klux Klan and their bodyguards and sat down and had conversations with them and built such a rapport and such a friendship that this particular one and hundreds since not only left the Klan, but shut down their entire chapter. All right, I will go listen. And it's like, I don't know how he did that, but I'm pretty sure that he knows something about Jesus, whether he considers himself a Christian or not. He knows something about Jesus and grace that I would benefit greatly from learning. Because that is how we save the world. But did Jesus not by do might, that with Caiaphas? Not by power. Did Jesus do that with Caiaphas and the Sanhedrin? Sit down, have, have a chat with the whole council. He, he did worse. He sat down and let them spew lies about him and judge him uh, viciously and brutally and not say a word in his own defense. And with Herod, he did take a little, or Pontius Pilate, he actually said, hey, this isn't your fault. Those who handed it over to you put you in this position. Oh, man, you're still, my brain is still exploding. I'm just, I, I, then I, I don't know what was, then, then why am I doing this? I don't understand. But now, now the whole thing is, if I, if I go this direction, it's, I'm serving man and I'm serving God and man. And if I go this direction, it's whatever. I mean, again, should I just give this up? I mean, uh so Miliana, yeah, the answer, I have no idea. The answer is I, literally I, I will, the answer I will is literally unthinkable to with you. no clue. What? Yeah, so the the answer is fairly obvious. It is merely unthinkable. You don't yet know how to think this thing. And that's okay. That's a fine place to be. But the answer is actually quite simple and obvious once you're ready to think it. I'm thinking and I'm, I, I'm blank. Exactly, that's my point. This is exactly where you're supposed to be at this point, is that you have reached the end of what makes any sense whatsoever. And that is where you're supposed to be. And um, um, you have a homework assignment what? to listen to that podcast. I'm sorry, could you repeat that again? I did. 
cut out. Is that you're in the, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. We will talk more in the future. You do have a homework assignment, which is to listen to that podcast uh, about the black jazz musician. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I will send out the invite. I, I, is willing. it safe to assume I'm the first explicit podcast you've done? Uh, no. <laughs> Probably okay. the second. Oh, ouch! <laughs> yeah. There was no one, but 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 even to be fair, I don't think they the others uh, earned it as much as you did. Oh, thank you. Your pain, your anger, your frustration is very real, very valid, and deeply earned. And um, I, of course, at the time proud. I said it, I didn't know that this was going to be broadcast, so. Yeah, that's fair. It doesn't matter, though. But the point is, is that it's not about doing it right. It's about doing it together. And this is real and smart. And like, you know, uh, that part of my story involves exclusives in inappropriate contexts uh, that, and, you know, I'm not proud of it, but it was, you know, in the flex, it was necessary. It was, it was a choice between being rude and crude and being inauthentic. And yeah. on balance, it's better to be real and deal with the consequences than fake and sustained delusions. Um, but that's not an easy trade-off to make because the consequences are quite severe. Um, and, you know, I, I have told you before, Emiliana, I keep telling God, I don't think she can handle this because of all the trauma in her past. Um, and God says, that is precisely why I chose her. And so I'm just under orders. Uh, God <laughs> has great plans for you and thinks you're capable of extraordinary, impossible things. And I am just tired of second guessing him. So I'm just going to go with it. I know what that's like sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, we shall roll with it. I mean, I, so you know, I, I, that's I, what I signed up for when I said yes to Jesus. <laughs> All right, let me pray for you. God, okay. I thank you for my sister Emiliana. I thank you for her willingness to put up with my grilling her and chastising her and poking her uh, in sensitive places. And I confess that I do probably a crappy job of this because I'm still imperfect in my own uh, awareness of my own shame and pain. And in all honesty, I probably enjoy it just a little bit too much. Uh, but I'm sure that you will deal with me on that in the appropriate time. But God, I just thank you that as she said, this is what she signed up for, to see Jesus, to be Jesus, to follow in his footsteps. And I pray, Lord, as we continue walking this journey over the next few weeks, which seems to be a critical time for a lot of us, um, what Robbie said about Peter, it, you know, he was willing, Peter was willing to ask the question, Lord, if this is you, tell me, and I'll, tell me to come walking to you on the water. And Lord, that's my prayer, is that Emiliana wouldn't trust me, wouldn't trust herself. She would just turn to you and say, Lord, is this you? And if this is you there, then I don't care how insane, unthinkable, ridiculous, crazy it is. Tell me to come, and I will go to you on the water. Even if you don't make it all the way, um, 
it is better to fail at walking on water and succeed at sitting in the boat. Yana would see you and not look away. Amen. Amen. You see on the 19th? What? Are you free on the 19th? What was that? Are you on the free 19th? on June 9th? Saturday, June 19th. June. That's Juneteenth. Yes, I didn't realize that at first, but that would be that, that is awesomely true. I don't know yet. Um, since it, uh, 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 okay, so pencil me in, but I'm not sure yet because it is Juneteenth. Fine, I'll, I'll send you an invite. Hopefully, you'll have a chance to give me your seven bucks finally. My what? No, you, I, I didn't let you pay for the last DBJ session because you registered too late. Yes. All right, so it's a one-day uh, paid event, uh, 10 bucks, seven bucks with a coupon code. And so um, we will oh, yes. sure we find a way to get, give you a chance to get in. Give me, yeah, give me some, yeah, send me the information, please. Yeah, I'll probably send it out on Saturday. I've been wanting to send it out, but I feel like a check in my spirit. I'm waiting to see if there's something I'm supposed to do differently before I pull the trigger. Is this but, gonna be virtual or in person? Well, when Robbie and I are doing it, I'm already in different states, so. And I want to have my father in, in Illinois joining us too. So um, it is right. possible. So um, it's possible we could do a watch party if we wanted to get a few people in person. I don't know yet. Okay. Oh. God All bless right. you, Miliana. Have a good week. You too. Peace out. Bye. Bye-bye.